Hello, and here we go again. It's Commando, the oldest man in crypto, and it's time for the Chillax Hour. Last one of the week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Commando, the only oldest man in crypto coming at you, and here we go. First of all, I want to say adio to... Uh, Mr. Spock, Leonard Nimoy, passed away today, 83 years old, you know, good life, and uh, uh, he's always been an uh, interesting character, he was born, he's from Boston, you know, he's Boston-born Jew, he's a Boston-born uh, Jewish guy, and uh, really made himself uh, quite a career. I really liked it. Uh, one of the things that got me, uh, what I liked about Spock was, you know, Kirk would say, gee, Spock, uh, the uh, warp drive has gone into uh, superflux, and it's all because of this uh, variation in the uh, Durflanger that we picked up from this strange host that's appeared on our uh, video uh, screen. And Spock would say, fascinating, Captain. <laughs> you know, when they go off on something, and the fact that he was a Vulcan, half Vulcan, and I, I, I used to love his, his Vulcan mind melts. I, I, I wanted to do that. I, I would like to learn how to uh, do that. As a matter of fact, I had a friend of mine uh, down in New Jersey, the last uh, drinking buddy that I had back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, and he used to do what he, he called these uh, brain scans, and uh, he would, uh, you know, and he, he specialized in females, so uh, he would tell you what, uh, where a female type was coming from, and he was pretty accurate. But, uh, you know, who knows what's going on that. Uh, we used to have some fun, Harry and I. And old Harry Feist, what a good old boy he was. And uh, he understood Cavando uh, when most people didn't. And we uh, spent quite some time together down in the old uh, Summers Point, New Jersey, and at the Mart which was Tony Mart, famous uh, rock and roll uh, palace and uh, bar room joint. And uh, Summers Point is more bars in Summers Point than I'd ever seen. It was right across like the in Inland Waterway, which runs from, uh, you know, Florida all the way up to uh, basically to uh, Massachusetts through uh, actually, probably New York is the best way. It, it, it kind of stops at New York, but it's very prevalent still in New Jersey. And there are a set of barrier islands along the Florida coast and uh, on up the coast all the way through North Carolina, Virginia, and then into uh, New Jersey, these barrier islands. So there's these islands that have been built up by the... Um, actions of the oceans and then there's this uh, another place that there's a, a good sized channel that runs inside of those islands before the actual mainland goes and oftentimes there's you know a salt marsh or a good good deal of swamp there and the shoreline over the eons has migrated in and out and the um United States government and Army Corps of Engineers maintains what they call the inland waterway where you can actually uh, put along in your uh, boat inside these, those islands in the inland waterway and uh, traverse the east coast that way. And uh, so uh, all of these uh, barrier islands uh, have, you know, great beaches, like down in North Carolina, same thing in New Jersey, all, all of them, uh, 
you know, uh, Vero Beach is like that. That's where Miscellaneous is moving to. They're a barrier island as well up in Jacksonville and all of that. So uh, Miami, down in Miami, Lauderdale, that's the deal. That's what all those bridges are about, where you need these bridges to go, you know, from the mainland over to Miami Beach, which is a barrier island in itself. So they all have these bridges. And uh, so the... Um, Christ, lost my train of thought when I'm talking about barrier beaches and, oh, Summers Point. So Summers Point, uh, Ocean City is uh, just north of Cape May in New Jersey. Spent some time down there and uh, on all these barrier beaches are linked. There are inlets that link uh, these barrier beaches together that, uh, well, they don't link them together. They divide them up. You know, it's not one continuous beach. There's all these inlets where riverways come out and uh, different little inlets where the uh, ocean uh, makes little outflows and inflows, you know, their tidal. And so you take Ocean City, basically there's four bridges. There's two bridges on one. There's the Longport Bridge, which is on the north end of Ocean City. This is New Jersey now. And uh, on uh, after you go along the whole uh, length of Ocean City, it's probably not, uh, it's never a mile wide. You know, it's probably like seven, eight hundred yards wide, half a mile, three quarters of a mile wide at its widest. And uh, before it gets into marshes that are inhabitable. And uh, and then at the other end, you got the Sea Isle City Bridge, which is the next barrier island down in Sea Isle City. So you got those two bridges that link the the, the islands, and then you got the Ninth uh, Street Bridge, it uh, that goes over from Summers Point to uh, to Ocean City. And then you got the uh, 50s, what is that, that other one? It's, you know, uh, it's about 40th Street, 52nd Street, 56th Street, somewhere in there. There's another bridge around 56th Street. So there's four bridges that, that you know, the, the 56th Street Bridge leads over to uh, the mainland and the 9th Street Bridge leads over to the mainland from Ocean City. Now, uh, Summers Point is uh, the, where the Ninth uh, Street Bridge hooks up to the mainland. And in that Summers Point, now, the, the main city of, of Ocean City is down around Ninth Street, is, bent up, is built up around there. Those are the banks and uh, the boardwalk, uh, the main idea, the, the boardwalk is the widest there. And probably up to, there's, uh, on the, when you first come over the Longport Bridge, which is the north side, you're in what they call the garden section, and there, you know, some pretty high, higher, uh, higher end homes down there in the gardens, and then you get up into the streets, 1st Street, 2nd Street, 3rd Street. There's five or six avenues. There's a center, cent, Central Avenue, and then there's uh, Asbury Avenue and uh, Ventnor Avenue, and uh, these run the length of the islands. So uh, Bay Avenue, that's the one that runs along the bay. So there's four or five of those, and... Uh, you know, that's basically it. Now, by the time you get up to 20th Street, there's there's nothing but, you know, residential until you get up to, to 52nd Street Bridge where there's another little cluster of, you know, commercials, restaurants, and uh, holes like that. But it's basically condominiums and uh, things like that. Uh, a duplex condominiums from 20th Street on down. You know, your main hotels and things are down around 9th, uh, right across in there. So anyway, that's the way it's been uh, for years. So uh, most of that traffic goes over the 9th Street Bridge. You come down the Atlantic City Expressway and uh, you hit a couple of exits south. You know, it runs from Philly to Atlantic City directly. 
if you watch um, Boardwalk Empire, that's the uh, roadway that uh, Nucky Thompson and his boys uh, made a bunch of money with the land swindle that they had going when they made the Atlantic City Expressway. It's a toll road. And then you go south, you know, maybe four or five exits, and you get to uh, Ocean City, which is the uh, 9th Street Bridge, and then you got to go a couple more exits, another exit farther south to the 52nd. Marmora is the name of the town that it comes across and lands in the 52nd Street Bridge. So... Uh, well, actually, it's not the 30, the 34th Street Bridge, excuse me. It's the 34th Street, 50 seconds getting down towards the end. They might have built out by then. They might be down at 58th Street. They keep going down. There's a, there's still some land left down there on that end. It was still dunes when I was down there. You know, that's 20 years ago. Uh, but anyway, it's the 34th Street Bridge, not the 52nd, excuse me. 34th Street Bridge. And uh, that's where Maramora runs. So anyway, uh, that was over the years, uh, Summers Point, and, and, and Ocean City, the reason I'm saying this is Summers Point is dry. They run that place. They got some Bible thumpers down there, man. They're, uh, so you got only four entry and exit ways off you got along the, the the coast you got the longport bridge on the north and the seattle city bridge on the second and then uh on the south and then you got the ninth street bridge and the 34th street bridge so basically not a good place to try to do anything uh where you need exactly. to get away from you know so if you were a bank robber you probably Super wouldn't want to rob any bank or company or anything out on those Barrier Islands, because they shut off the four bridges, and you ain't going nowhere unless you got a boat. And well, there is a little tiny airport uh, that uh, wouldn't land anything really large at all in Ocean City. But anyway, uh, so anyway, uh, Summers Point uh, turned into a huge party town because it's dry. No drinking. They got the blue laws down in there. When I was down there in... Uh, in the late 70s, uh, mid-70s to early 80s, when that was my home base for chasing, when I was chasing the ponies, and, I mean, you can't even bounce a fucking basketball in Ocean City on Sunday. You know, no dancing, no nothing. Matter of fact, around 6th or 7th Street, there's this huge piece of land in there they call a tabernacle where they have all these Christians come down on their um, on weekends and they uh, get they get all these chairs outside there's a building there and then they all swarm outside and they set up these chairs on uh, it's probably two avenues wide and a block long and they start singing and stuff like that and I remember one time uh, I, I was living in a, I was managing a boarding house down near by the tabernacle during the summer. And, uh, you know, one Sunday morning I was hung over like a rat and these people start singing and I opened up the window and I said, shut up, ay, 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 you know, it's unbelievable the noise they're making. So anyway, I got a headache, quit making that racket. You know, if that was me on Sunday night, you know, some partying boys, they would have been getting on them. So I only thought it was good that they were, uh, I'd get on them since they were bothering Commando. So anyway, uh, Summers Point and, uh, and many, many bars there. Uh, Gregory's is a famous one. And then they got Mother's and uh, Charlie's was another one. Just a, a shit ton of bars. Uh, all over that place. Those are the ones I went to. And then there was Tony Martz that was famous for years and years and years. It was uh, owned by uh, T Tony, uh, what was the name? Martirola, I think was the name. You know, and they were mobbed up and uh, ran that whole thing. And the uh, many, many years, Tony Martz was a, was a, uh, well-known stop for all the bands down there and Harry my drinking buddy was had gone to school with uh, 
you know, the Motorola brothers and grew up with them. So we went, so well, I got hooked up with Harry, so we had carte blanche. We were in and out of there. We didn't have to pay any covers and, and all of that stuff. And they actually filmed, remember one year they filmed, uh, what was the name of that uh, film that they did in there? Because uh, they closed the bar down for a while. Jeez, uh, I'm going to have to look that. God damn it. I get on these riffs and I uh, and my memory fails me, but they used Tony Martz. It was uh, it had uh, it was about some band that was uh, formed down there and it was all shot around the Jersey Shore and they closed the mark down and they had pennants. They they the, the movie company came in and dressed it up with some pennants. They left them up afterwards. Uh, it was. Jeez, I can't remember. That'll come to me. Hopefully, it'll come to me. But anyway, uh, so we were in and out of the Mart a lot. It, 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 they eventually, just before I left, you know, in the right around '84, or so they tore it down and uh, put up a, you know, Oxy high high end condominium because it was right on the waterfront. There's another bar down there uh, that was on pilings out over the water. That was pretty good. That was it. It <clears throat> been condemned, and they reopened it one year. And uh, I went in there one afternoon, right as they opened, to check it out. That place was shaky, so I never went in there uh, before. Uh, you know, after I checked it out in the afternoon, because that place was just going to slide into the water sometime when you got a few people in there, and I wasn't going to be, you know, a number in that. So anyway, I didn't go in there. But the bar, the Mart was famous for uh, the band. Uh, used to play there in a regular stop when uh, they were playing with uh, Levon and the Hawks. And uh, so uh, Johnny Hawkins or whoever that guy, the Hawk was, with it, the, that the band became, and then they split off from him. But uh, anyway, uh, Bob Dylan came down to uh, the Mart and uh, recruited the band to uh, become his, uh, you know, accompany him on his tour, and they got involved with him from there. So it had rock and roll, uh, rock and roll history there. Just Cavando uh, freaking out here talking about stuff. Hey, what about the crypto prices, Cavando? You talking all that nonsense? We don't want to know about that stuff. But anyway, uh, pretty interesting stuff, and just another. Uh, Say la vie to uh, Leonard Nimoy and uh, all of that. Now the price is coming up. Let's see. Oh, Bitrex has been shut down. Uh, their wallets, let's see if they're open up again. Uh, they had shut down for, they, they were saying uh, maintenance and all of a They do that every once in a while. It looks like they're back online. Uh, their message is not up. So it appears that Bitrex is back online for trading. The um, Bitcoin Dark, 392000 That's a nice price, gents. Let's jump on that. That's uh, my, my pool. That's what I buy. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm collecting on, 392 So I should get a, a better, a little bit of a better payoff tonight. 392,265, Vericoin 45,48, they're waiting on, they've been promising a wallet coming soon, uh, they know better than to give a date out, uh, or they did announce it a couple weeks ago, and it didn't work so well, and there's, they've been working it out, there's, uh, when that wallet does, there's a long list of nice features, I did some research on that Vericoin, and, um, uh, I thought that Jay was going to do a spot on uh, Jay, uh, very, very viral, who is a uh, community manager for Vericoin, uh, requested a list of uh, prices and, you know, where um, SNRN, we're going to, the Supernet Radio Network, we're going to issue an asset at some point. Uh, as soon as we uh, feel that the market is right and when Supernet is up and running and we can really uh, 
be an asset to uh, SuperNet, increasing the value of SuperNet by making people aware of it and educating people about it. And that's why we're doing this whole SuperNet radio thing and when we're on. And uh, although we will have special deals for Core Coins, anyone, the first uh, five people to um, sign up for a uh, an advertising uh, package would uh, get uh, special considerations and they'd be grandfathered in at the prices we were. And I really thought that uh, Very Very Viral was sounding like he wanted to uh, do something like that, but I sent him the price list, haven't heard from him since. So, uh, you know, we do the SuperNet News uh, regularly uh, we keep everybody abreast of what's going on, but if you want the power of radio and advertising, I mean, we can do a, uh, a, a, a say, a 30-second ad, uh, you know, uh, once an hour, you know, that's 24 times a day for, you know, a Bitcoin, of, and you get the whole fucking month. So you get 24 times 30, I mean, you're getting a shit ton, you're getting, you know, 720 uh, times people are hearing it, and if you want to cut it down to 10 seconds, we can do whatever you want, a 20-second ad. I mean, we're, we got a program that, uh, and we're always upgrading and doing this other stuff, but we're going to issue an asset, and... Uh, at, at some point in time, and a hundred percent of the dividend and of the uh, of the uh, less expenses, a hundred percent of the income less expenses, will be distributed to the asset holders of SuperNet Radio Network when we uh, get this thing going. So uh, Lutz and I are the principals behind uh, SuperNet Radio, but anyway. Uh, so I would go into more detail if if VRC Vericoin had purchased the thing. I would go into more detail now about that. But again, when their wallet it comes out, I'll go over it one time in detail about it on the news because it is news, and then I'll just mention it briefly. But if they were a uh, if they had an advertising package. I'd be slamming that uh, Veracoin all the time. They could be running their ad multiple times. And now's the time to make a deal because Lutz is giving away the house, man. I mean, uh, Lutz can be a good businessman. He's a super coder and all that other stuff. But sometimes he's a little bit generous. And uh, so I said five Lutz. You know, you can do it for five people. Now, uh Segwaying over to that, well, let me get the next prices uh, so that uh, Bitcoin Dark is a, a is a very nice price right now. That Litecoin, the last trade out there, been a lot of people talking asking about Litecoin, and the last trade was uh, seven hundred and forty four thousand two hundred and forty one on Litecoin. Now this is on the Bit Bitrex, and they are up and running again. They were uh, they were shut down for a bit, but they're all set now. And they're uh, they also do next uh, five thousand two hundred and sixty seven. So uh, that's not a bad price for uh, it's not a bad price for next there either. Uh, uh, as soon as it drops below five thousand. I like to jump on and get some. It's up and down and all around. Don't forget, the weekend is coming up. And uh, the weekend is uh, when a lot of stuff hits the fan in the uh, in the crypto world. So uh, we'll be working on that. And uh, I want to go over uh, one of uh, our... our Initial uh, patrons is uh, bought a sponsorship and uh, continues on uh, is Alt Nuts with his Supernet mining pool and I've been doing some uh, 
running my blizzard, my 1.2 megahertz get blizzard from Zeus Miners, uh, running ASICs. I got that on there. I got some information on that. I've been updating every show. I tell people what I've been doing on it and how it's working. And uh, I had talked about it before. I talked with Elite Mob, who did an interview on mining on uh, Supernet Radio Network. Supernetradio.com is the flagship station of the Supernet Radio Network. You're actually, this show is actually going out live over 25 websites right now. So anyway, you get some, some really good exposure here. But anyway, I'm going to put on my usual Friday song that I like to play uh, while I check out a few other things, see if there's anything pressing coming up that you guys should know about before the weekend. And then after that, I'm going to do my uh, my rundown on uh, my uh, miner through the SuperNet uh, multi pool that AltNuts runs on AltNuts.com. You can connect to that uh, right on the site SuperNetRadio.com and uh, do that thing if you care to and want to come now explain all about that. But right now, let's see. This is always fun. My my computer. I've been having issues. I had a I, I came out, uh, went away to get myself a cup of Java, and I came back this afternoon, and I had uh, a uh, unplanned or some kind of message there, uh, unscripted something, shut down a Windows, it shut down everything, I don't know what that went up, but I'm up and running, let's see if this plays, and uh, I'll get this music doing while I check out the stuff. And this is that uh, my, one of that group I like a lot, at Aztec Two-Step, and uh, this is the song I like to play on Fridays because it's going on Saturday, Aztec Two-Step. Me on a train and love me Because 
it's going on Saturday. Why don't we get away? It's going on Saturday. Why don't we get away? It's going on Saturday. Folks, uh, come on up back here after the Aztec 2 step going on Saturday. That means it's Friday. You know, everybody can figure that one out, right? So anyway, uh, I got to stop saying this anyway. The uh, strange words that you were hearing in the background. Oh, uh, the uh, racing from Gulfstream Park, San Anita, the second race is about getting ready to go off. And... Uh, one of the things that uh, I'm looking forward to is when we do release the Supernet Radio Network uh, SNR and Asset, uh, we'll get, uh, we'll be able to, we'll have some funds and we can hire some people uh, and pay them because I need an engineer. Uh, I mean, it just basically loots myself. John Prince has helped out uh, in uh, some ways. It's been very helpful to us. And now we got uh, Colin uh, Brady, Colin 012. I call him Colin Brady because he's Colin 012, Colin 12. He's a newcomer to Slack, and uh, he likes to do the security thing. He's very interested in that. He's been active on the boards talking with James during the week, and he's going to be doing a show tomorrow starting tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, brand new show. Lutz is going to moderate uh, and call in one until called the Simple uh, Security uh, Show. And they're going to go over uh, the uh, how, it, it, again, it's basically for newcomers and whatever, but I'm telling you what, I learned a lot from Lutz. I thought I knew something about computers because I'd, uh, I'd try to keep up on stuff, but uh, facts were that my computer was still very vulnerable and my association with him, first thing, he closed some certain ports that are open on everybody's windows. Uh, if you're using Windows, these ports are open all the time, so you're vulnerable there. Uh, installed a keylogger, a malware, antivirus, and uh, so it's, th these guys know this stuff and they're going to be go over. It's a show we're going to run. Uh, well, we'll see. That'll be up to Lutz and, uh, Colin, uh, probably at least monthly, maybe weekly. We'll see. But, uh, we get the problem here at Supernet Radio Network too. We promise this stuff and then we are unable to deliver because other people don't come through. And, you know, that's an ongoing problem. Uh, getting to that, um... Uh, I'm going to get to this alt nuts thing right in the wake, but I want to I want to mention the Opal Drive uh, update. The uh, been an announcement from the Opal people that uh, Opal Drive was released or was getting ready to be released. It, it, I interpreted that as it was released and ready to go, but. Uh, they were they had done written over nine thousand lines of code and they were ready to go and they were hooking it up and now they eventually from my interview that uh, that uh, the interview that uh, bass guitar man who is a developer of Opalcoin uh, did on SNRN uh, he. Uh, although they had an, they have an agreement with Storage, which was an, another uh, you know hard disk company, and eventually they were going to link up with uh, set it up to go with Veracoin, which is doing a hard disk drive uh, storage uh, solution that's going to work with the SuperNet, and we're going to that's supposed to be run through Veracoin. Eventually they're going to get to that, but until that they're going to use this storage. And uh, that's where the uh, they had MetaDisk software that was supposed to do this, and uh, Bass Guitar Man and uh, his team at Opal were thinking that this was all ready to go, so they went to hook it up to storage, and the MetaDisk stuff was not ready. So uh, they're still hopeful that uh, maybe that'll give uh, MetaDisk and uh, storage a boot in the ass. 
you know, and they'll get ready. But there's another example of where Opal's ready to go, and uh, they go to turn it on, and something that they thought was ready isn't ready. So they're they're uh, waiting on that. They're, they're hopeful that they're going to be able to uh, get it going uh, real soon. But again, so Opal Drive is not uh, been there. Opal's ready to go, but uh, they're not ready on the uh, on the storage end with their meta disc. Um, coding that needed to be done. Now let me get on to this uh, alt nuts. The uh, I had mentioned on the program on uh, Wednesday. I, I was having some difficulties with. Well, they, they weren't really difficulties, but uh, part of the reason I do this is because it's good. Uh, gives good exposure to SuperNet MultiPool. And Altnuts, and he's at altnuts.com. He's got a lot of experience. Elite Mob runs it. Uh, he's out on Slack quite a bit. And as a matter of fact, he's very easy to get a hold of. He responded to me today. I wanted to get some information about it. Res responded right away, or had responded. He listened to the uh, replay of uh, the Chillax Hour and heard me uh, talking about all the, the the heavy, what I thought was a lot of rejected shares that I was getting. So he uh, sent me a message. So when uh, I was missing in action yesterday, after the early part of the day, I had to go over and see Miscellaneous. Uh, she's getting ready to move uh, ne next month, the uh, 16th of March. She's moving to... Uh, Florida. I gave her a little, uh, that was a little, at Vero Beach. She's moving to Vero Beach. I mentioned that earlier in the show, right on the, uh, right on the uh, intercoastal uh, waterway. The, uh, down there in, uh, in Florida. She's moving down there, so I, gotta, I haven't gotten much time. I haven't seen her in a couple weeks uh, because of all of the snow and, uh, was nice to see her again. The anyway, let's get back to uh, the SuperNet MultiPool. Uh, and again, the nice thing about this is it's named the SuperNet MultiPool because you can take your X11, uh, SHA-256, or script at miners, point them at this thing. It went really, really smoothly. Even Commando, the oldest man in crypto. Uh, set it up real quickly, and uh, I got my uh, 1.2 megahertz, and I'm getting about um, uh, 1.2 uh, megahertz uh, Zeus script miner, and I get about 0.03 uh, a day is what I'm getting, but I'm getting, again, sometimes it crashes, sometimes it's not on. I try to monitor it, make sure, you know, these problems I have with the computer. I have had days where I got 0.05, and I've had, and the low that I've gotten is 0.03, and, uh, and I had 0 0.039, 0 0.031, uh, 0.05, so... You know, it can depend on, again, it depends. Now, you can mine those three uh, algos, and then you can select what multi, what uh, SuperNet coin you want. That's why it's a SuperNet multi-pool. Uh, you can get, uh, you know, and Bitcoin. So, it mines most profitable uh, proof-of-work uh, coins, that are available to mine, and it switches back and forth automatically to the most profitable ones, and then the payouts are uh, transformed uh, into uh, whatever coin you want, and then they're paid off daily. So these are daily payouts that I've been relating uh, to you, that 0.039 that I got last night uh, at the usually happens about 1 one a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time is when uh, Elite Mob runs those payouts. So, um, the, uh, and they're transferred, and you can elect to be paid in Bitcoin, Veracoin, Bitcoin Dark, uh, VPN, 
uh, any of the uh, next, no, not next. You know, next isn't there. I've been meaning to ask him about that. I'm going to mention the thing is you can't get paid next. I was wondering what the deal was on that. The uh, uh, Probably because it's not, pro it's not proof of work. There's only the uh, proof, the, this forging. I'm not sure. I got to study up. Uh, next is coming. Oh, Elite Mob says it's coming in version in V2. When he comes out, is that V2, Elite? Is that V2 of the pool or V2 of next? The uh, So he says that's coming. Uh, early April, uh, Elite, see how good he is, man? He's listening in, getting the skinny on it. And uh, V2 of the pool. Yes, version 2 of the pool is coming in April uh equal uh it's coming in early april and next is going to be available at that time so uh that's always good to hear so anyway uh what he was and so my complaint not well not complaint i should say observation i hate to say complaint you know but immediately you start to point something out people get very sensitive and uh, defensive in the way so i had said that uh all right, now here's a bulletin coming in, uh, right in that a 1.51 uh, Veracoin is uh, downloaded for the Mac it, it, right now, according to uh, Jay from Very Viral, uh, giving that up on uh, you can get right out in on the announcement page in there and uh it's now available download for uh mac windows and linux at uh, veracoin.info uh so you can get right out there and uh download that the um let's see uh what else is going on out here live uh Ludum saying uh, hi, and uh, Liberty Now is talking about finishing up a first run at Liquid Software, and uh, that's an interesting asset that he's got going there. You can check that out, but uh, let me uh, uh, let me finish up on uh, with Elite Mob on uh, on. The problem. So I'm getting a lot of rejects. I noticed that. I mentioned on the radio. So what that is, is it's when the all those consecutive rejects are coming out is when the pool is switching to mining a different coin and the var diff, which is I think variable difficulty, when they switch the var diff. Uh, designation value changes when you switch over and it takes a little bit of uh, time for the pool to make that switch over so that's uh, that's pretty interesting uh, there and it's retargeting to the difficulty of the new coin and it's nothing to worry about you know there isn't any way to avoid it and uh, all miners connected to a multi-pool are going to have that because the connection is basically reset for the new coin. So, uh, and then next is going to be available in version 2, which is coming in early April for that alt nuts. Now, uh, that makes a nice segue into uh, something that I picked up on uh, just today with uh, Colin12, Crackers, and uh, Joal. We're talking about, in James, we're out on a Bitcoin dark, and Colin came up and talking about uh, mining pools and stuff like that, and how it wouldn't, it, the, the problems with staking on, uh, you're not able to stake coins um, that are on an exchange now, and th there is going to be some, uh, the, uh, there is going to, uh, technically, Colin uh, Brady, Colin1012, Colin12 says, technically you can do it on teleport now. You just have to do it manually because it isn't common. It, it, isn't, very, uh, it isn't very anonymous. You know, you have to get that teleport working. 
you need to have a, a bunch of nodes. That's what's going to happen eventually, and then you get telepathy off of that. And uh, that's why Kavana likes that Bitcoin dark as an investment. Uh, and then James came right up and said, actually, uh, the accounting for them isn't completed, so tracking things wouldn't be easy. So James is saying that uh, that you'd be able to do that, and uh, it'd be very, very difficult to track it. And uh, and then Crackers says, any thoughts about sending bulk teleport payments with send many? You know, is it plausible? So James and they start. So they start brainstorming away, and James goes on about telepods having a strict format. Combining with other payments only creates more links with others, and uh, says he could make an API where you send many. And uh, then Cracker said, "How about a config option to run the wallet in telepod mode only?" And uh, James is, goes on that the issue for mining payments is that they're non-standard denominations, but this is a minimum payout thing, maybe not a real issue if all transactions are defaulted to telepods. Feels like it increases your footprint. The risk is small of being compromised, but nothing in this space has absolute zero risk just from human error. So if all telepods, all transactions you do with telepods should be okay, but this is James, he goes on, but then again, they can tap into your computer remotely using radio things, so the smaller footprints are better. Uh, and James says, this isn't actually, uh, Cracker said, the transaction would be from ex exchanges, though, so there wouldn't be, those wouldn't be pods, but all outgoing would be. James says, that's actually not a bad flow. The exchanges are like a mixer. At most, they find it. They find it went to your pool, but then the telepods scatter in the wind. Plus, these are all smallish amounts anyway. I'll make a special API for you to make all this mostly automated. And uh, and then Cracker said, actually, if I could get a hold of the right people, could I could simply use Instadex instead of exchanges at all. And that's because Crackers runs a pool himself. In fact, your pool is essentially, and James says, what you're doing in that instance is you're converting hash power to telepods. And uh, th this is James goes, this is a pretty good on-ramp, uh, you know, of regular injections of telepods into the network. And then James makes a, uh, a comment, a long comment I'm going to read, and Joal afterwards says... Um, is this a eureka moment? Because uh, James goes, the clone smear time could even be made closer to 24 hours, not like you're going to cash out the telepods you sent, because they're going to be very small payments because you're receiving them from a mining pool, and you're directly making new coins so you could list them on Instadex. Need to work out some details, but a Coinbase coin... But a Coinbase coins are really pretty private as long as the IP of the block submission is protected. There's no previous owner of these newly minted coins. So if the origin of a telepad, telepod traces back to Coinbase, very good. To trace back through that, they would need to find the IP of the node that submitted the winning block, then tie that to your pool, then crack your database of hash power providers, and then allocate ownership proportionally. So this is where it breaks down. It's, it is a pool, so nobody directly owns Coinbase coins from a pool. Thanks. And that's what Joel says, Eureka moment. Then Crackers is looking to get it, send a bill. <laughs> Bill's in the mail. Uh, J James goes on... Since I'm not mining, I didn't consider this path. It's very promising, but the volume is limited. You know, unless a petahash points your way, how much Bitcoin would they get daily? And uh, depends on the art market. Is it possible to rent mining for Bitcoin? And uh, so they go on about this other stuff. Now, the other thing about testing that James has been going on about is 
the uh, Instadex testing is that he's afraid that there, there's a limit of 64 trades per block that Next allows, and that if there isn't, and that they'll get swamped. Uh, so that's the way to stop that is to assess a fee. So he's putting 0.1, uh, one tenth of a percent, 0.1% for a trade, a fee for trade. And, uh, you're not charged that it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's for a completed trade. There's no trades for bids for canceling or making bids and asks like there is on the next asset. Uh, exchange uh, it's just you just charge the one time when the transaction actually takes place but then there's a, a direct uh, a way of doing direct trades with using Incidex direct trades and a hybrid order book trade I'm not sure what those mean but there's a total of uh, for the next direct trade uh, 2.5 for uh, listing and completion so a total of five next for that and then five ne uh, uh, ten next for a hybrid order book uh, trade and uh, for the uh, listing and completion I, I and that's to discourage bots because uh, with the next trading because if it's you know, those guys that put those trades on, you know, one freaking Satoshi higher than you. Those are the bots that do that. So these uh, two and a half for direct next trades and five uh, or five next for direct and ten next for a completed a hybrid order book transaction would discourage those bots. And uh, and what they the direct and order book hybrid are. Uh, you know, I'm in the dark about, but this is James talking and what he's working on, and, and his Instadex is ready for trial, so uh, getting pretty interesting. Uh, if you're out there on, uh, I'm starting to get close to the end of time, there's some other stuff I wanted to get to, Lutz has got some comments on uh, the Awakened channel, uh, uh, about some interesting stuff and uh, I, uh, oh the other stuff I maybe sent it for me uh, but he's he's uh, upset and uh, really getting his panties in a twist over the uh, Obama net and the FCC and this net neutrality stuff and that they finally took the internet and uh, I can database now belongs to the government and this is what he's speculating this could mean, and uh, Lutz is pretty astute about this stuff. Putting anything in government hands is never a good thing, and um, wait until the media becomes censored, and all you need is a driver's license. You'll need a driver's license to get an email, and then you'll see down the line what a bad idea, given the ICANN to the government is. We need peer-to-peer, -peer, says Lutz. And uh, another agenda that uh, he contemplates might be on uh, in the offing or where they're going with this is if the regulations succeed via the Federal Elections Committee, any post videos or news stories posted in support or op opposition of a candidate, this is for the Elections Committee, will be considered a political contribution. And the Federal Elec uh, Elections Committee closely regulates contribution limits, meaning that blogs and YouTubers would have their free speech capped once their content value surpasses the spending limit. In other words, your posts, comments, or videos supporting or opposing a candidate be treated like donations or campaign independent expenditures. Jeez. That doesn't sound good. The federal government, taking pages from the playbooks of communist nations like China, is preparing regulations that will uh, have profound impacts. Looks like after Ron Paul's success online, they feel they need to do something about it. They're snakes. It's my buddy Lutz. He's getting after him. The federal government is taking pages from the playbooks of communist nations. And oh, that's just a repeat of what he said.
So, uh, Lutz is on the case, making everybody aware. Uh, I don't know what, what the question is. What can we do about it? Is get the supernet up and working and, you know, bulletproof it against these guys if we can do it somehow. And I think we got the crew to do that if we can. Uh, so, um, what else have I got? Uh, Don't forget the new show tomorrow uh, that's coming up, the Simple uh, simple Security Show at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. The uh, Incidex Trading, Supernet Testing. I'm going to be doing some more Supernet Testing. I, the testing I did the other day, uh, I did see that everything was recorded properly. The purchase I made uh, using the Supernet client uh, did go through, so it, I haven't seen Jeff Diesel out on the forums, out on Slack much anymore. I don't know where he is, but I purchased a photograph from him, and uh, it gave, uh, you know, delivery like the 2nd or 3rd of April. So I'm waiting for a uh, delivery of a photograph of the uh, scenic view of the Hudson River taken from the train by Jeff Diesel. And uh, maybe it was a probably a diesel train. Who knows what he's doing there? So uh, we'll see how long it takes to get that in. And uh, next week, I think, uh, as long as... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have to make my show a little bit longer on this Chillex hour to get to everything that I want uh, to get to because uh, I want to keep doing the uh, update on the Supernet Multipool keep everybody up there and get get people out there mouth doing that if you want it because next is i gotta do some shopping this weekend myself i'll be watching these markets totally plus it's the end of the month you can usually usually towards the end of the month the prices drop people uh, need to pay their bills at the start of the month at the end of the month the start of the month still you know that's the same thing so uh, there's usually some good sell-offs. Maybe I can take care of that. Another uh, shout-out to uh, old Leonard Nimoy. His spirit is still hanging, you know, four or five days. I could get into Buddhist theory and um, particularly Buddhist Buddhist theory, which is uh, a lot of my in my personal spiritual uh, beliefs are centered around Eastern thought mostly and draw on Buddhist theory a lot. And uh, so that spirit is hanging. They, they, they used to hang around like three, four days to check out who comes to the funeral, I guess. I don't know. So uh, I'm looking forward to when I go. And uh, I mean, I'm not looking, I'm not in any rush, but I am curious as hell, you know, to get to see what's on the other side. The, uh, so the, uh, as I said, we're running out of time here. Uh, the uh, Sorry about that racing getting through. I, I, I do follow the racing very closely, Thoroughbred Racing. we got the Convando will have his picks coming up for the Kentucky Derby and the Triple Crown. And uh, I love that racing. And if I had an engineer here, you see, if I, if I have anything else that's audio playing on my broadcasting machine, it, it, it bleeds through somehow. So, um, if I had an engineer, he could make me aware of that. Fortunately, I got some, uh, some good listeners out there that make me aware, and I got that squared away because it can be annoying as hell. And uh, I'd like to, uh, in going on about what I'd like to do if I had more time, is get back out and do some live testing, right? Well, I'm doing, uh, explaining that stuff as I did yes, yes, uh, on Wednesday the last show when I bought that uh, photograph to test the SuperNet uh, client and uh, everything's working so far except I haven't got my photograph I haven't got the stuff the thing that I purchased I don't know how that's going to be delivered or if it will be delivered or whatever you know how it goes traveling south on the SuperNet and in the crypto world generally and we're turning that all around here with the SuperNet radio network uh, and listen, watch out, it's the weekend, 
Uh, things could be happening. Time to make some trades. Get on that bit. Kavando's going to be buying some Bitcoin darks next. Uh, I might even buy some Opal. Who knows? Uh, checking out those uh, things because I imagine it'll go down. Plus, uh, watch for a pop on that uh, Veracoin uh, with that new wallet that they just uh, uh, released. That's available right now. So we'll see how that works. I'll have the reports and everything that goes on on the next uh, edition of the Chillax Hour, which be uh, Monday, the 2nd of February, for 2nd of March. Ooh, goodbye, February. Not sorry to see you go. Had over a foot of snow here in the Boston area. That is a record. Yes, that was. And again, adio to uh, Mr. Spock. And I'm sure... He's wandered along in the ethers right now in the netherworlds going fascinating, Captain. Peace out.